Welcome to What You Reading, Dude. It's Jamie, Lauren, and Lisa. This is our time to catch up and share what we've been reading and inspired by, hoping to stir some deeper conversations. No one person has time to read every book or listen to everything, but we figure this is a good way to trade ideas, expand our horizons, and maybe inspire you as well. Just a reminder, this is for us, this is for fun, and we are not experts. Enjoy! our first episode back after our break not the first episode that's been released post our break but the first that we're recording recorded yeah hey everybody so we're all (laughs) feeling a little bit weird i don't remember how to do this we're new to podcasting yeah right what um uh how do you know each other um i was wondering if we want to give like updates on like what I don't know. Like we said, we we're gonna <laughs> read or watch some things over break. Like I, I was should. Okay. Update <laughs> from winter break. I didn't read anything I thought I was going to. <laughs> that's okay. <laughs> yeah. Watch the little TV, but that's about it. <laughs> yeah, that's what break is for. Yeah, I also did not read the books that I said I was gonna read, so. Did you actually do anything you said you were I, going to do, Lauren? Of course she did. Yay, <laughs> let's go. Like I did every <laughs> single thing. Give me a task and I will complete it. I finished reading that body book only because it was like my bu- my bus book. And so mm-hmm. I did finish it and it was really good. I may talk about it on an upcoming episode. If not, I did really enjoy it and I would recommend it to anyone. Um, what was the title again? The Wisdom of Your Body. By Hillary McBride. It was it was really good. Cool. It's about like awesome. embodying your body, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> and you okay. said it was similar to the body keeps the score, but not as technical, right? Yeah, which I haven't fully read. Yeah, I haven't fully read Body Keeps the Score, but it is it's a lot about yeah, like re-inhabiting your body because a lot of us, including myself, have separated like my mind and my body are like two separate entities. Mm-hmm. It's like trying to like bring those back together. Okay. I really, really enjoyed it. But the other thing that I said I was going to watch, The Shrink Next Door, I watched part of the first episode and it was not what I was expecting, so I turned it off. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Damn. I did start that too. And okay, tell me everything. Um, well, I, I didn't get very far either because it was different than I was expecting as well. And what I think were I you just expecting and what is it actually? I thought it would be more almost uplifting uh, Mm -hmm. in a story about a growing but maybe complex relationship between a man and his therapist. And correct me if I'm wrong, Lauren, but it sounds like it's more like the therapist is manipulative. And so in the series, you watch that unfold. And And I didn't really want (laughs) to dive into that. Yeah, I was like, this is. This is not what I no. thought it was going to be, and I don't really want to watch this right now. That doesn't mean it's not good, and I may watch it at some point. Yeah. But, yeah, it's like a manipulative therapist, from what I can tell, and it's based on a true story. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. Which is really interesting. interesting. Yeah. 
it did make me think of like you know how so many women watch true crime and mm-hmm. a lot of women say they do that for like studying up to be prepared <laughs> i could see watching this yeah to help like look for red flags but i just like i don't want to give myself that bad reputation with therapists you know so i think right. i was in the same place lisa and i was like the day i turned it on i was looking for something like lighthearted. yeah <laughs> it was not what that was <laughs> I was like, I'm going to turn on Queer Eye. (laughs) (laughs) Good choice. (laughs) Something a little more uplifting. For the future. So that's my update. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Maybe someday, not today. But today we have scheduled a regular old bring your own (laughs) whatever B stands for. (laughs) Book. (laughs) Book. Beverage. Body part. (laughs) Yeah. I brought my left arm today. <laughs> yeah. Wow. BYOB is what we call it. But yeah. I guess to kick us off, I have been listening to Billy Porter's newest memoir called Unprotected. And man, am I enjoying it. I'll just give a super brief intro for anyone who doesn't know Billy Porter. He is a Tony, Grammy, Emmy, and NAACP award winner. I mean, this man Damn, is a Billy? powerhouse. Yeah, not to mention he's just a vocal legend. And he has been on the musical and theatrical stage for decades. Yeah, he is really impressive. You may have seen him, if you're not kind of keyed into Broadway, you may have seen him on the show Pose, which I think is on Netflix. Or he's been in countless cameos in all sorts of movies. He has been on Dick Clark's Rocking New Year's Eve <laughs> for the last two years. Really? Two okay. <laughs> his, I think one of his big Broadway musical debuts was Kinky Boots. He had done a bunch of productions before that. But in some of my Google searching, that seemed to be one of the musicals that really kind of set his career off. But the the memoir is, you know, all about his journey in, in a number of respects, but in line with his autobiography, you get to see his ambition from such a young age and his just love of singing from when he was a child in church uh, just throughout his life. And now, I should say, granted, I'm in chapter 12 of 19, so, you know, there's still a lot of juicy layers <laughs> to the onion laugh, so... You know, I may be speaking prematurely on some of this, but he has mentioned numerous times in the audio autobiography or audiobook. I got it right the first time. Um, <laughs> how much singing is really his saving grace. Anyway, okay. <laughs> Tangent. <laughs> I think audiobiography um, should be a word. <laughs> I, I really agree. Yes. Because it really is. I mean, I bet the book is good, but this book is so good in audiobook form I mean mm-hmm. Billy is narrating it and you just get a cadence and a performance yeah. mm-hmm. that I uh, you know it would just be hard to seal yeah. that in a physical book yeah. and I can't I stop agree. listening it's so captivating and that's awesome there, yeah and he touches on really intense topics and lighthearted, but you just feel that oscillation of this sucks, but I'm holding my head up high. And oh, I love it so much. There is just <laughs> something so fantastic about listening to either like a memoir or a biography or like, I guess it's a memoir, but like all of like Tina Fey, Amy Poehler, all their like funny 
biographies, I guess you would call them. Like, mm-hmm. there's something about listening to them read yeah. their own books that, I like, agree. you get an extra little oomph from it. Yeah, I agree. Those are the best audiobooks, in my opinion. Yeah. Where the author reads them. And it just came to me at a time where I, I needed something different. And I think it had come out that day. And I was like, yep, definitely just purchase <laughs> and listen. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, so a couple highlights. I mean, I guess for anyone who is contemplating this or just enjoys autobiographies, I have always appreciated Billy Porter, but I, I haven't been like a staunch like fan of him, knew all his work beforehand. And I have found this really enjoyable, even so. And But he, he touches on his experience with race, disability, sexuality, professional growth, the AIDS epidemic in New York City in the 80s, you know, so many different things. And I just I'm really humbled by his determination to make his dreams come true and his professional ambitions. And, you know, he's just talking about taking a bus hours away from Pittsburgh, where he grew up to go make an audition where he was too young to audition and doing this multiple times. And, and I'm over here like, wow, I need to step it up. I mean, it, it's just really impressive, and I'm really enjoying it. <laughs> oh, but I do have, let's see here, I have one quote I wanted to share. Oh, yes. I think, I guess on a serious side, the autobiography does touch on some abuse and as well as, you know, like I mentioned, AIDS and just trigger warning for anyone. So he, he was abused by his stepfather from ages 7 to 12, and around 12, I think, he was getting all these signals from church that like being homosexual was bad and you know he yeah. like and like he just felt internally he's like oh this is wrong and he asked for it to stop and his stepfather just like said yes you know and like and then it just stopped right there Whoa. and when i first read that i'm like or heard it i'm like wow that was really re- respectful I don't know that was was something you know I haven't really heard stories like that before but he said it ended up really messing him up because the fact that his stepfather so easily just said okay kind of conveyed to him that it was his choice all along Mm. and I think Mm -hmm. that really messed with him for many years and that just made me think of like story like not all stories of abuse are really cut and dry Mm -hmm. you know that's really crazy and then the the last thing I wanted to touch on was this quote when he talks about AIDS particularly I think in chapter 10 or 11 it's really somber because he just talks about how friends would just kind of disappear and the community would kind of know but it would like it was just like a really mysterious time and so the quote is that's what happened folks would just silently dissipate dissolve disappear and soon fade from the memory of those of us left behind it was too much to hold too traumatizing to internalize every day all day so we partied and uh, i like it's really somber but it also puts a totally different twist on partying and going out and just living vivaciously you know yeah it really puts an emphasis on that idea like my mom's always told me like you have to live because you don't know how long you get 
And it really is like that to the nth degree. Like, yeah. you're watching these people go on. And it's like, well, we better fucking, like, send it because we don't, yes. like, we don't know. We don't know what's going to happen. So I definitely really interesting perspective on it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not, well, I was about to say not nearly as serious, but I guess that's not exactly true. But mm-hmm. during 2020, during the pandemic, I definitely went to my fair share of party because you don't know until like when we're gonna be able to party anymore things that give me similar vibes of like yeah you don't know what's going on so just go have fun while you can yeah yeah like it feels like your world is crashing around you so you might as well like have fun while everything kind of falls apart it's such an oscillation Mm -hmm. of feelings i have times like that and i have times where it's like hunker down inside and i Mm -hmm. i think as we're approaching the two-year mark on this, I am very much reaching that, like, just go live your life. I can feel that even in my goals for the year, or just, like, where I feel I am right now, I'm just like, I can't wait anymore for this thing to hurry up and leave, you know? Definitely. And I've heard that in so many other people, like, talking about the pandemic, too. Like, at some point, we're just going to have to carry on. Yeah. And it's just like a matter of when is that going to happen and like at what point. But I feel like we're all as we come up to, to the two year mark, I can definitely feel that in a lot of people, including myself, just like, OK, well, this is part of our lives now. So what are we going to do? Let's get some stuff done. Fine. Like we can't put our lives on pause for any longer. Yeah. But it's weird when I think about the Christmas season that just passed. I mean, so many people got infected or had COVID scares like right away. And I like, I don't know of a person that didn't have a super weird Christmas. Uh, I know (laughs) many people whose plans suddenly changed, including my own. And, uh, you know, you're like, it feels like that new normal is reaching a point where like you have to be really nimble Mm -hmm. because plans can suddenly get canceled at any point, you know? (laughs) Yeah, it's really crazy. I will say, too, this autobiography, he includes excerpts during the pandemic as well. Oh, awesome. Cool. Yeah. So this is one of my first books that I've read that actually includes the pandemic and is not like an informational, like, this happened (laughs) March 2020, you know? Yeah. But I would say that is definitely the number one thing that COVID taught us is that plans don't matter everything changes so as an impulsive person like myself I find it very helpful yeah (laughs) it's validating (laughs) I'm like you know it feels good to be impulsive sometimes because right now you kind of have to be you can't really be planning nine months in the future definitely Mm -hmm. but I still find myself being like dang it I planned that thing and I thought it was gonna happen this time and now it may not yeah Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, dang it. I still haven't learned my lesson, I guess. Yeah, it doesn't cease to well, be frustrating. And, uh, but. To be fair, <laughs> this summer really threw us off. They, you know, we all got vaccinated. The summer happened. Numbers were pretty low. They told us it was over. It was looking good. It yeah. was the swing in <laughs> summer. We need it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, like much mm. of our lives kind of went back to normal, aside from like wearing masks in public and 
like social distancing in some and some areas of our time lives. at work but yeah, yeah mm-hmm. it's it's we it's been weird especially the last couple of days being thrown back into like early pandemic thinking and being like can mm-hmm. i even do am i even capable of doing this again yeah I mean, you know, this will come out a couple weeks after we record it, so it may not be an issue at the time, but there is a full-on scramble across the country to get tests, and, you know, there are things planned, holiday parties, and and all of a sudden it's like, everybody needs a test, and everything's booked, and you can't make appointments unless you show symptoms, and it's, you know, you just jump right back into the havoc of everything. It's crazy. Makes me want to just like put on my sweatpants and go crochet. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's what I'm going to be doing when we get back because I'm going to Hawaii. And I just found out, thank God, I didn't bother to look it up. Since I knew like my old roommate went to Hawaii in like April of last year, and I knew they had to get tests and like prove that they tested negative. It was like 72 hours before they got on a flight. Otherwise, they wouldn't be allowed to like mm-hmm. board their airplane. So that's just kind of what I thought it was. And I was getting really nervous right now. Like you said, like you can't get tests anywhere unless you have symptoms. But like I won't have symptoms because I'll be quarantining beforehand. So I was like nervous about it. But thankfully, now you just have to show proof of vaccination. So it's like, okay, perfect. Awesome. But yeah. I'm still going to be quarantining for... I know now they say five days. I don't believe that for a second. I'm at least quarantining for like, you know, I'm planning the full 10 day quarantine. So I I literally just bought a bunch of puzzles. I just like I'm stocking up on food now. It's going to be a fun, fun week and a half. (laughs) I learned how to crochet tote bags so I can teach you all and we can make hella tote bags. We can tote around all of our feelings. Come on. <laughs> we'll make one big enough for Teddy. Just like pop them in. Oh, my God. Oh my God. Yeah. What a weird world right now. It's such a weird world. Sorry. Anyway, uh, yeah. that was a <laughs> But yeah, highly recommend this. It's really good. It's it's in intense in times in terms of subject matter, but also really enlightening okay. in many, many ways. So. Where? did he grow up slash uh pittsburgh pittsburgh you said that and then yeah cool and then he went to carnegie mellon okay um okay and his dream was you know make it to new york city and move out of his home and he like he reached the point that he did that you know and i i want to say he's been in new york since uh, minus like job you know requirements so Mm -hmm. yeah he is an og New York queen. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Really cool. Oh, yeah. And I, I didn't really touch on it, but especially in terms of like the gay community, where it was at the time and just like what his experience with the community like really brought out of him and his own growth. That was really insightful and really inspiring, too. So recommend it for that, too. OK, I'm going to stop talking about how much I recommend this. <laughs> <laughs> You're I enjoyed fine. that. I feel like, well, we were talking about it when you were looking for an audio book. It's like, I feel like you've got your go-tos and then you kind of listen to those and it's like, I don't know what to listen to now. So That was totally get to get, it. Good to get a new audiobook rec. Yes. Always well, looking for good audio. Yeah. And like, this isn't, I don't mean this as like shade to the podcast community. I was just like 
in a spot where I'm like, nothing is getting it for me. I need something yeah. that's not super newsy, not super here, 10 things to improve your life. Mm-hmm. But I like don't another want <laughs> interview of a celebrity. <laughs> yeah. And this, like, I think it's kind of great that I like didn't know him to a T yeah. because it's, it's just a story right now for me. Now, obviously oh, yeah. it's true, but yeah, that's a good way to look at it. I guess I'll go. Get it. Hold on. Well, I'm also going to jump on the recommendation train, and it's going to be very short because, like I said, I did not do my reading like I said I was going to do. I, like, started a bunch of books, and now I, like, did the typical thing where I'm halfway done with, like, six different books, and I'm just Mm -hmm. like... That's happening to me, too, right now. I think I just don't have an attention span for something. I don't know. Or I'm not, like, finding what I'm looking for. Yeah. What did I do over break? And I just (laughs) apparently watched a bunch of TV. Hell yeah. So I watched Top Chef. I've never seen Top Chef before. But um, my old roommate used to watch it all the time. And it's on Bravo. And it's about cooking. So I was like, I guess I'll give it a shot all like 25 seasons or whatever on hulu i think i watched the first like three seasons and i'm in guys like i love this show i've like never i like i used to turn on the cooking or like food network or the cooking channel like when i was at home just kind of like hgtv it's always something nice to have on like when you're looking for mindless tv but so good I started a rewatch of Game of Thrones and Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, and then Project Runway. I got back into Project Ooh, Runway. That's a good, like, uh, I was watching I this season. Yeah. That's a good so winter good. one to binge. Just, like, we're laying on the couch for right? days. Like, a season a day, basically. <laughs> you're just, Ugh, like, judging so their good. entries. You're like, mm, I know. Okay. You're like, oh, I could do better. And it's like, no, I can't. I can't. Like, I only know how to hand so I haven't sewn on a machine in 20 years. But sure, I could do better. I'm like, Ew, that's so ugly. And I'm like, they only had eight hours to make it. Like, I'm being so judgmental. But anyway. But that's what we do that when we're watching these shows show. from the couch. We are judgmental. Wine in hand. Yeah. <laughs> so good. Wine in hand. Exactly. But, okay, so I'm going to recommend a podcast. I have also, like, not been feeling podcasts recently. I think that's, like, we talked about it, like, when we were wanting to take a break. It's like, no one really listened to podcasts over Christmas. I don't know what right. it is. It's just, like, not podcast season. Well, I was, um, like, looking for podcasts and everyone took a break. And I was like, I'm not oh. <laughs> Maybe that was part of Maybe it, too. Maybe that's it. Dun, dun, yeah, dun. So I found a podcast and I actually, like, listened to a ton of it. And that hasn't Ooh. happened in a long time. So I got really excited. I don't know how well you guys would love it, but other people might. So it's called That's Messed Up an SVU podcast and it's on the same network as like my favorite murder like they have their podcast network and it's Mm -hmm. like kind of a new podcast I think it's like less than a year old so I think that's pretty new but basically what they do is they watch Law and Order SVU and like the first half of the episode is they recap the episode and then the second half is they talk about the true crime that the episode is based on 
So I love this. It um, is. And I just Googled it and it says a comedian and an amateur detective are the host, <laughs> which is an amazing yes. duo. Their names are Kara Clank and Lisa Traeger. I love and them. they're fantastic. They're both hilarious. They're really good friends. They're a really um, good podcast on that network. What's it called? Yeah. Exactly, exactly right. right. Yeah. Ooh, I've yeah. listened to a but couple of their other um, so podcasts, good. and there's some really good ones. I never, like, SVU is always something that, like, it's another one where I'm just, like, want something to put on the TV in the background. Weirdly enough, in <laughs> grad school, I, like, didn't have cable, but w- one of the free channels I got was, shoot, I can't, I think it was called Ion. And all it was was 24 hours of, like, Law & Order, Law & Order SVU and Blue Bloods. It was, like, only, like, <laughs> oh only, like, police procedural dramas. And I would put it on in the background while studying. And I don't know why, but, I like, I got my best studying done while, like, watching this random channel. So that's where I discovered SVU. It's a great show. And basically, I just used it as an excuse as I'll, like, watch an episode of TV and then I'll like listen to the podcast and really it's just an excuse to watch SVU but I like they're it. always really funny and insightful and it's always like crazy the true crime stories behind the actual episodes mm. are always like just as crazy as the episode itself mm. so I don't I, I'm really digging this TV show <laughs> podcast duo I'm here for it I know Office Ladies is like a smash oh, yeah. hit but man I'm yeah bring it on bring more <laughs> That's all I really have because I did nothing over break. I didn't do nothing. I had a great time. It's just who we wants to listen to me rock- talk about my great time? <laughs> we had a raucous time, to be clear. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Then COVID That hit. time just didn't <laughs> include books. Yeah. <laughs> well... Yeah. I've got something I feel like that goes along with what we've already talked about. I Perfect. listen to a, what do you call it, true crime? It's like a catfishing mini-series oh, podcast. Yes. yes. And what were we talking about earlier that was like women tend to like to listen to true crime to like protect you know, yeah. to like be on the mm-hmm. lookout for things like this. <laughs> I feel like I got early in on the catfishing in like undergrad, <laughs> so I'm always like on the lookout for catfishers. Are you real? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Very wary of like online people yeah. that I don't know in person. And like people requesting to be my friend on Facebook and stuff. I'm As like, you should know. be wary. <laughs> oh, they're all catfish. Um, even if they're like they are real friends, I'm like, wait, why are you requesting to be my friend on Facebook? Are you catfishing my friend? <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> I do that too, and I'm like, calm down, Lisa. <laughs> like, they're n- not everyone is catfishing. We are on high alert. <laughs> <laughs> Thank <laughs> you, MTV. <laughs> yes. So I was listening to a Forever Thirty Five podcast, which is my current favorite podcast right now. They were on all through Christmas, so I was listening to them. (laughs) They're just the best. I don't know. They're like your cool older sisters, just like chatting about skincare and lots of other things. I think Kate mentioned this podcast, and she's like, "Oh, it's just like a mini series about catfishing." And I was like, "Oh my god, I need to listen to this." It was really good. So it's called Sweet Bobby. It's on, like, I think wherever you find podcasts. 
and it's about it's like a mini series podcast kind of like a serial or a doctor death like it's not like a long-running podcast just mm-hmm. like a little editorial there are six episodes but i will say it's like up to date so like new up episodes may come out like with more information whoa but it's about this woman named karat and she is indian i believe i will fact check that she's like in the indian community in london is where she lives and she's in a relationship with a man who she thinks is named bobby for 10 years. Oh my god. This is what I don't understand. <laughs> That's like <laughs> not a relationship. 10 years. All digital? <laughs> yes. And I don't want to give too much away. Like I think on episode 3 or 4 you figure out who the real Bobby is and who was catfishing her. It was a major twist and I've seen a lot of catfishing shows. Oh, <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, I'm listening to it this right was after this episode. Crazy. Yeah. And then the last three episodes are like about like investigating like why it happened and like kind of the legal side and like what has been happening since Karat like Ooh. figured out who the real Bobby is. There's legal action it, involved. <laughs> it's crazy. Oh my god. It is crazy. I love this already, though. Oh, my God. I'm so into it. (laughs) Crazy. And I was like, I need someone to listen to this so that I can talk to someone about it. Okay. So, like I said, I've been into catfishing stories for a long time. I saw the original documentary, which I think we've talked about the SNL skit that goes with it. (laughs) It's really good. That's, like, what got me into it. I guess it came out in 2010. But I think, like watching those and like watching true crime and stuff you kind of always think like that would never happen to me like I'm not that gullible but I was listening to this story and I was like I can definitely see how something like this would happen like this okay crazy okay so yeah without like telling too much she they weren't like in a relationship for 10 years it was like many years of like this person talking to her and wow. like, trying to like reel her in. Did they the talk on the like, phone ever? They did eventually. Okay. But there's there's a lot of shit that happens. <laughs> I don't want to say okay. too much. That's yeah, totally fine. <laughs> but she was like she was really skeptical like the whole time. And Come eventually, on. like oh you know, I don't like at some point I would have mm. been like enough is enough. Like you're being bullied basically. It, it's insane okay but, so it's, really, it's really hard to talk about without like giving away the whole thing but i really want you guys to listen to it. yeah <laughs> Tell me absolutely think. listen let's like recap yeah yeah yeah, this yeah, conversation. yeah. next episode we will oh like recap it for sure wow i know it's but super fascinating. there must be something psychological along the lines of what yeah. you're saying where like even if you're skeptical after a while of thinking you know someone like you end up filling in enough gaps mentally that you're just like okay I trust this person you know yes exactly and like there must be something going on in your head where like psychologically you're like this is weird right and then at some point you're like okay well maybe I don't know you just kind of get dragged along like things that feel weird at first like end up 
feeling norm like they're normalized because they're happening for so long okay yeah um, it's like when you're in yeah. a really bad relationship and it just progressively gets worse yeah like it's normal yeah, yeah, yeah and then it just gets like worse and worse and worse and then you get out of it and you're like wow what the what was, was i putting like, up with i yeah. don't know how i got into something like that yeah and it's okay. just like that on like okay. a crazy scale okay. it's really hard for me to imagine being like in a relationship with someone online because I'm, like, trying the online dating thing, and I don't even want to text anyone. I'm, like, can we just yeah. meet in person? Like, again, I'm, like, high alert on the catfishing stuff. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm, like, <laughs> I just want to make sure you're a real human <laughs> before I contact you on the interwebs. <laughs> but it's with good reason. I mean, there are shady people out there. There is. It's also, crazy. for me, it's really hard to, like, gauge people's personalities and my own, I think, too, like, online and I would rather just, like, talk to someone and, like, figure out, like, what their personality is like, like, in person and their mannerisms and all that. It's, yeah. like, hard to gauge that via text, I think. Mm-hmm. Agreed. I don't even want to send more than, like, five messages to someone. <laughs> and then it's like, are we getting a drink or what? <laughs> yeah, like, because I'm out. <laughs> but honestly, too, like, I get so skeptical and protective of myself that, I don't even want to meet strangers sometimes. Like, uh, I know that's like, you know, if you're dating, like you have to take a leap of faith in some regards. But it's like, you are a stranger. I don't know you. And you seem great and all, but I I don't know anything about you. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It makes it difficult to date in a world where we like know all these crazy things that have happened to people. Mm Mm-hmm. It's like... Yeah, it's really hard to, like, let your guard down and right. let too much information Trust. out. <laughs> oh, God. Also, that really paints those pictures of people being like, we met and then we just spent a day together and then we went on a trip together. I'm like, red you're flags insane. up the water. Yeah, you you're get getting murdered. That. Goodbye. <laughs> Who is doing this? Oh, my gosh. Yeah, no, that sounds crazy to me. Another thing that I thought was really interesting, so in the part where they're kind of talking about like legal side and like Karat goes to the police and in London and stuff it comes up that catfishing is not a criminal offense in the UK Mm. and I have no idea what it's like in America I don't I'm not like studied up on catfishing (laughs) but I thought it was interesting (laughs) that like it actually is it is like it's like so morally wrong and yet it's not, like, a criminal offense. And they're saying that, like, you could prosecute the person for, like, other criminal offenses. So, like, if, if they, like, swindled you out of a ton of yeah. money or, like, sexual predation, like, things that are, I don't know, more, like, criminal, I guess. Yeah, they yeah, could yeah. Prosecute, prosecute that person. But something like pretending you're another person online is not in and of itself, like... Oh, oh my god, sorry. A cr- like a criminal offense. I don't that crazy. happened in an episode of SVU. <laughs> oh, really? SVU. No, um, <laughs> someone like was catfishing. I think they were like pretending to be the dean of admissions at a college and like were catfishing oh, wow. moms and like were sleeping with these moms, oh my god. like saying that, like, hey, if you sleep with me, like, I can get your s- kid into school. And it oh turned out he was just like a professor, he wasn't a he wasn't actually a dean of admissions, and I think I think he ended up going to jail. So that one, yeah, yeah you know. could go to jail for that, but just texting someone, I guess, is... I thought that was really interesting. 
That so is. so yeah, if you if you listen to it, you'll have to let me know what you think. But essentially, the moral of the story is I'm not gonna give too much away, like I said. But mm-hmm. at the end of the episode, they're still like trying to get justice for the woman who this happened to, and like the UK police is just like not interested they're like there's nothing we can do about this oh my god i have to listen immediately yeah i am not legally versed enough to be able to have this discussion but it is very interesting to think about that i can understand why that would not be illegal because like making that illegal i feel like could open the door to potential lawsuits of some like in i don't know those gray areas of like someone performing or whatever but there's like serious psychological damage that could happen. Hmm. Well, and it's like, yeah, I mean, like there would have to be a way to define what catfishing is, not just like pretending to be another person, but like with like ill will and trying to like ill intent to try to swindle someone else. I don't know. (laughs) Interesting. Hmm. Yeah. Like it's not just someone putting on another persona and like, you know like having like a stage name or something online right like they're doing it with the intent of like tricking another person that's a good point like maybe like ultimately if someone is catfishing it would likely lead to some other offense that makes me Mm. think there's a limited series on hbo max i think it's called the hustle generation and i think the first episode is about these three like travel photographers or these three kind of emerging professionals that end up getting swindled by someone who is catfishing them. Mm-hmm. And it's real crazy because they're at a point in their career where they've had some success and they're just looking for that next launching point. And so they get this email that's basically like, oh, hey, I loved your work here. I know this. I Like, you know, picking info from their social media yeah. presence. I mean, like, we have a project out in, like, Malaysia or something like that. And we want you to go out for five days. We'll pay you this much, blah, blah, blah. And it just becomes this elaborate scheme where they end up just going bankrupt because they're trapped in the middle of nowhere oh my in God. these countries. And they're just being asked to pay for more with the premise that they would be reimbursed and it it's a crazy story too yeah it that just made me think of that it's yeah (sighs) okay it also makes me think of like all those cults that get people in and keep telling them that they need to pay more and more money to like whatever reach new levels like i feel like that's a common thing in cults (laughs) yeah it's like stop giving your money to people that you don't know that's (laughs) just a good rule (laughs) See, I feel like I love my money too much to be willing to just like part with it that easily. Like, well, like they think they're getting something out of it. They're just not. Yeah, yeah. but man, <laughs> now that I, I said like that, I'm going to be like forced much. into a cult today. <laughs> just wait. I just like <laughs> buying products. I want That's to true. like I could get swindled buying a product. Like, I could. <laughs> Oh, those shoes great. <laughs> well, even with like influencers, after a while, it's like, let's take a break. We don't want to become like too dependent on this influencer here. I don't want to be like buying everything that an influencer mm-hmm. says I should buy and yeah. going down that rabbit hole. Because yeah, it just I feels like it could lend itself to that. Definitely. Mm. I think I can't remember where I saw it, but it was 
maybe I was listening to a podcast where the woman, I think it was on Call Your Girlfriend. She was talking about like auditing the people you follow on Instagram and like figure out if they're like, because a lot of these like influencers look like they're like lifestyle influencers, but they're really just selling you all these things, but it doesn't seem like it. And so Mm -hmm. it's like really looking at a lot of the like influencers, quote unquote, that I follow. And I unfollowed some because I was like, yeah, I guess most of the content they post is like stuff that they're trying to sell and i like don't and i'm i don't need any more reason to buy this stuff (laughs) no and it's like it gets really murky there Mm -hmm. are times where it is an ad and it is not clear and just being exposed to that over and over again you know after a while you're like why did i buy all these detox teas (laughs) like what Why did I think I needed this? (laughs) Or, like, I thought I was following this person because, like, in my mind, I'm like, oh, she's, like, I don't know, cute mom, and I like seeing, like, her life and stuff, but that's not really what her page is about. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, that's so It's, like, kind of mass Happens all the time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You, like, follow for the lifestyle you think you're seeing or, you know, whatever persona, and then as you're, like, looking at the content, you kind of forget that initial reasoning or you just kind yeah. of equate the two. You know, or you're together. like, oh, I follow this person because I like know their family. Not really, but like on the Internet. Like, yeah. oh, I know their family. They seem trustworthy. So like, why would these products be bad? I don't know. Mm-hmm. It gets really murky. And Agreed. then you're like, oh, they're just being paid for all of these things that they're pushing. Mm hmm. I should do an audit there. Uh, there are definitely some that I follow that would fall into this bucket real easily. Yeah. I think I saw a post the other day and the woman was like, let me tell you what I do to detox like after Christmas. And I'm like, mm, yes, I need that. Mm-hmm. And it was like this smoothie packet, this smoothie packet. Yeah. And I was like, no, next. I don't need a smoothie packet. <laughs> <laughs> no. But that stuff like... Some of it, I'm like, hell no, I don't need that. That's so dumb. And then other things, I'm like, oh, do I really? Maybe that would fix my life. Maybe I <laughs> do write a smoothie packet. Like, so subliminal. And after seeing it like five times, I'm like, oh, maybe I should buy that. Like, yeah. no, no, you don't need that. <laughs> maybe you should drink some water. <laughs> right? Uh, especially like, in these pandemic times. <laughs> I don't know. Like, Ooh. smoothies shouldn't come in a packet, in my no. opinion. Like, buy <laughs> some fruit. I don't know. <laughs> My dad sent me some article today, and it was it was meant to be tips for eating healthy, and it was like air fried potatoes and like things that were definitely not <laughs> healthy at all. And they were like, calories don't count if it's air fried. I'm like, what? Who, who <laughs> what is this targeted to? <laughs> An air fryer company wrote definitely. It. <laughs> and the, paid for I know. by air fryers. <laughs> And, like, I really appreciate, you know, that he's looking into things and sending it. But I just, I didn't want to, like, dampen his light. But I just wanted to be like, do not follow any of this (laughs) advice. (laughs) This is not helpful. But when you spend so much of your life online, you forget, like, what real life is. You're just, like, constantly surrounded by what seems like good advice. But actually, there's, like, money behind it. Mm -hmm. But, like, you forget. You forget. Like, I forget that. It's like, oh, that's. That article seems like good advice. (laughs) Oh, man. Especially, like, I really appreciate articles disclosing when there's an affiliate link or if 
the article was sponsored by a company. Yeah. But it's so pervasive. I also reach a point that I'm like, fine, whatever. I'm still going to read it, you know. I know. Anyway. Be careful out there. (laughs) Anyway. This podcast took a weird turn. (laughs) Into it. You love it. Oh, man. Uh, a lot I'm of like, good content for January. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to think if there's any, like, positive notes to end on. <laughs> we, we're back. We're, we're back. That's we're positive. <laughs> so next week we're doing the winter's vlog, right? So mm-hmm. more good tips oh, for yeah. the winter to come. Yeah. <laughs> if anything, more chit-chat because we love talking. Definitely. Listen, <laughs> yeah. It'll be 95% chit-chat. <laughs> We've been separated. I know. uh, And no tips that are sponsored by money because we have none. None. (laughs) Sponsored by money. (laughs) If you liked listening to what we had to say, rate, review, subscribe. If you didn't like listening to us, still rate and review. Go ahead. Spotify, you can rate now yes so all of our spotify listeners get on there and give us a big old rating give us a good five stars even if you hate it it's just a nice thing to do you know like be nice on forever 35 on the one i listened today (laughs) they were like go rate us on spotify because we can only rate our own podcast so many times without (laughs) it looking sad I can happily so say I have not yet hit the rating button on ours. Oh, there and you go. I'm holding off. Our ratings are real, oh. people. It's For like when you so like your own you Instagram post from like, your <laughs> other account. You're like, whatever. Like, like Teddy what posts and then I like, like Oh, yeah. Teddy loved Lauren's post. <laughs> Teddy's well, getting very proficient. <laughs> I love the idea. Of you coming home and he's like on a phone, like scrolling with his paw. Oh. He's just like, like he's like on my iPad, like on the dog that would Instagram, be so like cute. looking at other dogs. <laughs> that doggy like, oh. has a tennis ball. Like <laughs> I like that haircut. <laughs> oh my god, Ted would be a fashionista. Oh my gosh. Anyway, um, talk to you next week. Happy January. See ya. Love you. Bye. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Links from today's episode can be found in the show notes on our website, whatyourreadando.com. We'd love to hear from you. If you have anything that piqued your interest or you want to share, email us at wrdpod at gmail.com. Maybe we'll feature you on the pod. You can find us wherever you listen to podcasts and also on Instagram at wrdpod. Follow us to stay up to date on future episodes. Like, leave a review, tell a friend. You get the idea. Music for this podcast is created by Kalindo. Find him on Instagram at The Real Kalindo. Stay inspired, and we'll see you next week.